This is a trigger warning. You're about to listen to funny business. The nature of funny business is a sexual nature. Myself and my partner in the studio will be talking about sex. Everything to do with sex, the ins and outs and ups and downs. If you are under 18, we highly suggest you turn off this episode right now. If you are sitting in the kitchen with a younger brother and sister, please turn off this show. If you are driving your kids to school, probably turn it off. But if you're interested in finding out the ins and outs and ups and downs, do stick around. Hello. Well, well, well. Welcome back to the second episode of Funny Business. Woo, woo, woo. With me, Top Parabottom. So our first episode uh, went up yesterday on Spotify. We are delighted with that. Yeah. How pleasant is your skullduggery? Haha. <laughs> Based on our episode last week with fan fiction. And it's very exciting. It really is. I actually love talking about erotica. Oh, it was. Lie. I was really kind of going into the studio thinking, how are we going to fill 22 minutes just talking about sexy words on sexy pages? <laughs> <laughs> and we had the um, manager inside in UCC 98.3 FM listen to it. And he was like, oh, that's what it's for. So this is our second episode. Yay. We have already been on about five tangents so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's only going up from here, baby. <laughs> the boom is back. But our second episode, we are going to be discussing dating apps, Tinder, Bumble, Grinder, Hinge. Ooh. Plenty of fish as well, apparently. That's getting that's a lot actually, of That's a lovely Ireland. one, actually. Yes, very much, very much amongst working professionals who would have been using Tinder back in 2015, who have now graduated to being no longer young. <laughs> Are actually going back to the reliables that we saw the cringy ads for back in 2014, such as Match.com and Plenty of Fish. Yeah. The more serious versions of the current dating apps. But, PB, what what in your mind would you call a dating app? Um, to be honest, obviously there are the usual ones like Tinder, Bumble, Grinder, all the mm. things that you basically see somebody's, um, you see somebody's face, their profile, their bio, and you swipe left or right. You mm-hmm. say yes or no. Mm-hmm. A lot of what I'm seeing nowadays, though, is Instagram is basically becoming a dating app. I agree with that as well. But what I think is another thing that we're going to touch very much in this episode is the absolute subjectivity of what people think dating apps actually are and what their objective is. Because some people think it's for hooking up. Others think it's for finding romantic partners. And then you find a very gray area where you have people matching on these apps, not exactly knowing what they want, but thinking the other person wants another thing. And feelings getting hurt. When you're on a dating app, mm-hmm. right? You want you kind of want to know what you're looking for. Yeah. Like if you're looking for friends with benefits, that's absolutely fine. If exactly. you're looking for a one night fling, that's absolutely fine. If yeah. you're looking for a long term, committed relationship, that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Just like talk about it. Talk about it. Communicate what you want. Yeah. Because if you get involved in a friends with benefits, but you were originally looking for a relationship Mm -hmm. that's not going to go well for you it's not going to be good for your mental health it's not going to be good for the other person's mental health either because in fairness unless you genuinely communicate with the other person that I am looking for a long term relationship from this they're going to be completely clueless and they're going to carry on as they were just thinking it's a casual thing and they are completely entitled to do that because they themselves set that boundary with you yeah like that was their understanding of Mm -hmm. the situation Mm -hmm. But if your internal understanding is something else, you need to communicate that with them. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be Ross from Friends saying we were on a break to Rachel. No, no, because that was 
that is a very controversial like thing. Were they on a break? Is a break a good enough excuse to get with somebody? Communication. Communication. Topic. We're going to talk about the red and green flags of decorum. Decorum. I guess. Yeah, exactly. We've made a little lovely list here. So we have our our own red flags. So these aren't red flags for everybody. These are our personal opinions. So a massive red flag for me when I used to use Tinder hmm. was when I'd read something. She's in a relationship, guys. I don't know if she said that already. Yes, <laughs> very much. I do not currently use Tinder. And because of my research for this show, <laughs> my phone is like, oh my God, you're cheating. <laughs> My phone is going out gossiping about me now. Because um, it's like, why The FBI agents are like, oh my God. <laughs> my FBI man is like, bitch. <laughs> but they treat you so well. Three days before Valentine's Day. Oof. C words. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, my, my biggest red flag was when I'd see somebody in somebody's bio, make it worth my time. I'm like, I don't don't need to prove anything to you. No, make it worth my time. No, no, no. Random person I see an image of on my phone. I have nothing to owe to you. You owe nothing. Make yourself worth my time. Like, why are you on this app if you're... No. No, absolutely not. Make it worth my time. What about, um, oh, but another one. That's that's four, five words. What about bios that are like a hundred words in length? I'm sorry, if I have to scroll... No. To read what you have to say about yourself, I'm done. I have lost interest. If you can't say it in a hundred words or less, don't bother. It's just, you know, the first line, um, person studying college. And if by the the second paragraph, they're getting into political ideologies, they might be red for Marxism, but it's a red flag for me. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, you don't even need to start a conversation with them. You already know everything about them. Exactly, like as in you've basically had a conversation with them on having to interact at all. If anything, it's a good thing. It turn, like it shows you the bad ones. On that, on that kind of theme, it's the people pleasers that have just about every interest under the sun. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, oh, you like it? So do I. It's like, I love animals. I love music. I love travel. I'm like, these are all incredibly generic things that everybody likes. It's the... Just looking to get to know someone, maybe find a connection, followed by a smile emoji. Oh. Mm, I'm like, oh, really? Really, darling? Is that what you're doing on this app? It's a big time fuckboy move. Mm-hmm. It is a big time fuckboy move, but you know what it also is? It's the nice guy move. Worse than the fuckboy? The oh, nice guy. Oh, yeah. The nice guy, we have all met a nice guy who, weirdly enough, almost knows what he's doing. He is too good to be true. He is oh, I really want to get to know you. I'm not like the others. I want to know who you are. I don't want to see your tits at all. The nice guy will be the guy who pretends to care about the girls who are drunk in the club. The nice guy is the guy who swears that all his closest friends are female. The nice guy is the guy who sends you the goodnight texts without actually knowing who you are. The nice guy is the person that progresses everything within one week of talking to them. Oh, yeah. It's gaslighting. Basically, yeah, it, it's like love bombing. Yes, it is love bombing. That is the perfect way to describe it. What I really particularly hate, it's not just nice boys, it's also nice girls. Yeah, no, that's not my thing either. The fourth thing for me. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Android photos. Immediate swipe left on my profile by top. That's cool. Red flag. 
Red flag. If you send them a text and they send a green one back, red flag. <laughs> so we have just found out. Top is elitist. Um, <laughs> At least I'm honest about it. At least I communicate that. Now, I mean, we're she- moving on Sippy before um, PB absolutely murders me in the studio. <laughs> Another thing is, like, on the, on the line of photos, right? On the line of photos, younger men holding babies. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to look at your, I don't want to look at your profile and be like, is that your child? Because I, I'm not looking to be a stepmother. No, absolutely not. We want to be MILFs in time, just not now. Yeah, no, I can be a MILF in 20 years' time. Happy days. It's also just the absolute context of it for me personally. Like, as in, if I'm seeing a baby on a dating app, dating apps are connected to sex, all forms of sex. As in, you might be going onto dating apps to have sex and sex only to get the ride. Don't show me the photo of a random child in your dating profile. It's not appropriate. No, absolutely not. And also, like, it's, it's like association. I'm exactly. like, Ugh. Foreshadowing or <laughs> <laughs> that and Deb photos. Oh no! Having Deb's photos. Now I do think it depends on the age range. Like if we're kind of on nineteen-year-old Tinder and you're texting nineteen-year-olds yeah. and you're just in first year college, that's fair enough. But if a twenty-seven-year-old has a photo of him putting the corsage on the Bior from what year would that be now? Sixth. Yeah, yeah, that would be twenty fourteen now. What, <laughs> darling? Darling, I know your mother loves the photo, but I certainly don't. Another thing, putting the putting the course out on the Bjor, that reminds me of people who have cropped out photos of their exes. Oh my god, and they're actually tragic. I'd it's actually so prefer if obvious. there was a photo of the person and the ex Bjor, the ex boyfriend, or the ex person on the profile versus the you know you can see the hand on the shoulder. Yeah, and the person looks rather happy in the photo. Yeah, and it's like half of the arm is cut off. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Be more obvious. Gen- and it's like always, I'm sorry now, cropped photos are always horrible. <laughs> They're horrible. <laughs> now, like, cropped <laughs> photos are bad enough, <clears throat> but photos <clears throat> with just about any sort of car, photos in a car, photos of a car, uh, and again, I online photo. If, I'm sorry, if there's a photo of a blue BMW, if I see one more blue three series BMW on my Tinder, <laughs> I'm deleting the app. <laughs> no, no, it's we're out of there. We are absolutely out of there. Another, another thing, if you're taking a photo in front of a Lamborghini, <laughs> honey, we're not convinced. You're not Charlie XEX. It's not a lavender Lamborghini. So therefore, it's not your car. And they always... Whether it's a guy or a girl, they always kind of have a stance, you know, being like they're trying to convince you. Oh, yeah. Their stance is like super wide and they have their like hands like clutched in front of their stomach. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? What are you trying to prove here? Yeah, 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 yeah. If anything, it would be funnier if it was a photo in front of like a little Nissan Micra or something. <laughs> <laughs> little Beetle. <laughs> yeah, little like 205 Beetle or something. Fiat 500. With a few dents in it. <laughs> Leave the Fiat 500s out of that now. The girl bosses will be on to us. Oh, but um, <laughs> kind of going into like posing and being with something or pretending that you're something. Two things. Daddy doms, so, you know, daddy dominatrixes, but like again, male dominatrixes and throuples. Throuples, I think having a throuple profile is fine. That's grand. Whatever you're into, you're into. But don't go on there as a bisexual woman. <laughs> or person. Or person. As a bisexual person. Don't go on there and be like, 
oh, you know, just looking for something. And then start a conversation, have a genuine connection, and then be like, boom, can my boyfriend watch? Oh, and this is it as well. The pool in Ireland is already so small for the LGBTQI plus community that like, it's just in, at this stage in 2022, granted it's 2015 and like, you know, it's still maybe perhaps a taboo subject. In 2022, if you're going to be going on to Tinder and striking up a conversation as Power Bottom was saying, having a connection with someone and suddenly say, I'm just actually kind of bi-curious. I'm not actually going to par- like follow up on this. Sorry, pardon my French. Get And it's completely fine if you've never done it before. Yeah. But again, don't lead people on. Like if you're on there, like be open. It's communication. Mm-hmm. It is communication. Like mm-hmm. just be open about it. God damn. We're still back on photos, by the way. <clears throat> we'll bang to the sound. <clears throat> Guns. Oh my God. If there's a gun in your photo, I'm kind of like, what are you... What are you trying to compensate this for? This is such an Irish thing as well, but like, I'm like, no, 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 no. If I see a gun, I'm running. I get scared. I'm like, why do you have that? Why do you feel the need to flaunt that? Mm, it's not a thing here. Don't try and make it a thing. I don't like it. It's aggressive and it's just too... Ugh. What? Gives me bad vibes. It, it's bad vibes. What are you trying to prove in a country where not even the guardy carry weapons? And that's where my mind goes. It's probably it's a massive cultural context thing, and I totally understand if we were in the states or something, or even in the UK, it would be far more common. Yeah. But no. I just don't like it. I think it's quite vulgar. It's vulgar. It's flexing a violent side. Yeah. Because oh, we can. It does. Yeah. It that's exactly it. It makes me think of violence, and yeah. that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And like, no matter how you want to justify it, being like, oh, it's my dad's gun, whatever. You don't need to have it on your Tinder. No. I don't need a gun to text you and be like, hi, X, what you up to? Yeah, no, absolutely not. Do you want to go target practice? I don't know. What, <laughs> what guns do? Why do you have a gun? You're in Ireland. It's pointless. What are you going to do? Shoot a pheasant? <laughs> Catch the dinner like? Honestly. Actually, pheasant is actually quite nice. Oh, I do love a bit of pheasant now. <laughs> Might just retract my entire two minute <laughs> spiel. If a man can get me pheasants, whoo! <laughs> that is a green flag. Ding, ding, ding. You have reached our halfway point, which means that it's time for me to remind you this show is unsuitable for people under the age of 18. If there's anybody around you who is so under 18, please turn this off. However, if not, carry on. We're going to go through our green flags. Absolutely. A man with a dolphin's profile. Oh, hello. You have a soft side. <clears throat> you have a soft side. Now, it's such a tactic as well. They know. Oh, it's, massive. But they I know it, what it they're works, doing. But it works. It works. You have a soft side. You know for a fact that the only reason I'm going to spend time with you is so I can see your dog. Oh, literally the first date. And they're like, oh, pop up to mine for a drink. I'm like, no, I have a Labrador. Yes. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Honestly, if you compare the two lines, oh, I have a few beers in my place. Or... Oh, I have a shih tzu. I'm like, why don't you lead with that, bro? I don't know why I went straight to shih tzu. I was about to say, yeah. I was like, who has a shih tzu in your life? Also, what single man owns a shih tzu? I was about to say, like in our age demographic, I don't know of any student house having a shih tzu. I do know a few who have terriers, and we'll settle for a terrier. But (laughs) shih tzu. Um, Another good flag. This is a big one. If they see your bio and they actually respond in the first message with the context of what is in your bio, 
Yeah. It just, it's that, <clears throat> like we were saying earlier, it's that little bit of effort. Yeah. To engage with someone. Mm. And like, I just, I love when they're kind of like, oh, so you've been, you've been to Rome. Have you ever been to this place? And then that's, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love when people have traveled. Mm -hmm. Oh, and like just traveling pictures as well, because I've traveled. I've like seen the world. I found myself in Thailand. We can say all those quotes that we want to, but like genuinely, you do not have the same character as me unless you were on the streets of Magaluf in 2019 cleaning up <laughs> one of your friends sick. We are not the same. No, we have not lived the same life. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> and in general, just like um, the quality of the conversation, whatever you want from Tinder, sometimes it can be coffee dates, sometimes it can be straight to bedroom in two hours, wham, bam, job done, serve it rice. Or it could be a like kind of a blossoming long-term thing. No matter what happens, the quality of conversation, it just sets a level of comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like mm -hmm. when they when they respond and they make conversation and they make you feel comfortable in that space, that's what's really important. On that note, moving on to, unfortunately, with everything that we have on this platform, um, being two young females... We will have war stories from the dating app. Oh, I think we all have war I stories. I think we all have war stories. Would you like to begin? So one of the biggest war stories that I have come across, it wasn't myself personally, but so my friend had this guy over and um, it was purely like drinks and then back to mine, that kind of situation, which is fine because that's what they both wanted. The man got up from the bed Still entirely in the nude. Bollock naked. Bollock naked. Went and picked up the guitar from the corner of the room. <laughs> sat down on the corner no. of the bed. No. And started playing. Can I guess? Go on. Wonderwall. You're close. No. It was the Beatles. Oh no. Hey Jude. Don't make it bad. <laughs> in the nude. <laughs> Absolute war story. Take a sad song and make it Nothing will make that better. <laughs> so this is why the Gardaí exists. <laughs> to stop nude men sitting on your on the edge of your bed and playing Hey Jude. Not cool. My friend was once using a dating app. And I won't say which dating app because, again, communities are small. But it was in Cork and we were crossing the road one day. We were getting coffee. And then their phone went off. It was a, the, the little dating app notification. And I was like, hmm? Like, Brrr. text was, you should look both ways when you're crossing the road. <gasps> That's so creepy. Some date, like dating apps such as Grindr will offer you the function of just sending a text first. And the majority of people on Grindr will not have their names displayed. So you have... No idea where it comes from. But what you do know is that they could be 100 meters behind you, left to you, right to you. That's Obviously, my so... friend blocks them straight away, but... That's so terrifying. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was once in a nightclub in Cork and I was just scrolling through a dating app, not even to try and get with someone just because I was bored and the songs they were playing weren't the best. No offense. Um, and you know, if I just hear Trouble Makeup by Audie Myers one more time, it's not 2011, Aww. and I am t not 
not 11 anymore. And they just said my age and we're going to block that one. <laughs> I looked at my phone. Um, message came in. And they said, maybe don't skip me in the queue next time. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even know if we were in the same club. But he was like, oh yeah, you love to that song as well, do you? That's so weird. That means they're watching you like. But this is the thing with dating apps. It takes out the absolute boundary of someone going up and saying that to you in public because it's yeah. over a platform. You know? Yeah. And the anonymity as well, it's quite it's quite scary sometimes. And it can, it can be quite dangerous. So, um, what to do if you are going to somebody's house? So, let's set the scene. Well done. Woohoo. You're about to get it. You're about to do the funny business. Fair play to you. Putting yourself out there and you're going to satisfy and get yourself some sexual well-being. However, this can be really risky and it's scary, especially from a female perspective. Yeah. Now, again, I will always have, and I do have time for everybody saying, oh, it's for everybody, not just for females, but for females in particular in this country, it is yeah. terrifying. It is terrifying just saying or agreeing to, yeah, I'll, I'll come over for a few drinks because you're not going over for a few drinks, are you? No, you're you going over to thing. take like a couple of sips out of a, maybe yeah. a dirty wine glass and then... You know. do, do. Here would be our kind of go-to tips. Um, first of all, my one would be if you have agreed to go over, you need to scan that profile and you need to get another social media platform linked yeah. to them. It could be Instagram. It could be LinkedIn. Yeah. Just something to prove that they're not catfishing you. And at least you have another thing to fall off on if who they say, if someone opens the door and it's not them, you can whip out the Instagram and be like, well, that's not you, run away. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Like, my one would be to do that mm -hmm. and then in turn send those profiles to a trusted friend. Oh, that's, that's yeah, that's like part A of like the first one step, 100%. Not even send them, just like literally if you're living with someone, just say, I'm going to this address and this person lives there. Yeah. It's health and, and safety. And I should be home by this time. Yeah, exactly. And he the number, everything. One of my one of my friends, what she does is she gets an Uber. She schedules an Uber mm -hmm. to come and pick her up at a designated time. Yeah. So she'll have that there. And then like the Uber will obviously rock up outside the house. Mm -hmm. And if like they have then a record of her booking that Uber with her um with her credit card class going to that address. Mm -hmm. So she has a record of it and everything. That's a really handy tip, actually. Yeah. So, like, that's that's kind of what she does to protect herself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what that's the biggest thing you have to remember if you're kind of going to go do this. Because, obviously, yeah. like, fair play to you. Go get yours. Happy days. But take care of yourself first. Yes. You have to prioritize yourself in this yeah. situation. Also, and this is quite specific, their location of where they live makes a huge difference. Yeah. If they're living in the city, that's fine. Yeah. If they live in the countryside, first of all, <laughs> clarify if they're living with their parents. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And also, if you can't drive, do not rely on them to pick you up. Don't rely on them to pick you up or drop you home. Because that's a sense of, like, that's already sacrificing a layer of independence that you have. 
Because if you wake up or like if you're still awake by like 3 a.m. in the morning and they're asleep next to you and you want to leave, you have to wait. Yeah, you have to wait for them and you have to wake them up if you want to. Like, And that's another that's another really important thing. If you're at somebody's house and you suddenly get bad but bad vibes or you want to or you want to leave which you can do at any time no matter what happens you can always choose to leave that's exactly what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. you just don't hold yourself accountable don't be polite fuck politeness honestly if you're uncomfortable leave get get out because your gut instinct is really what drives you here oh you are allowed to be selfish in this moment it is your body your choice yeah like if they've made you dinner you don't owe them anything Absolutely not. Like, this is your own choice. You chose to go there. You can choose to leave. It's not a suddenly, like, you go into the house and they lock the door and you're on their premises. You're still your independent person. You're just in a different position. <laughs> in a couple of positions, hopefully. <laughs> consensually, of course. Consensually, consensually, consensually. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're going to start wrapping it up, I which you so, should maybe. always do. Always. Always wrap it up, bros. Always wrap it up. Wows. <laughs> Wows. Wear protection. Wear <clears throat> protection. Protection is important, particularly if you're just hooking up with someone because you don't know what they have. You don't know what they have. You don't know what they have. And it doesn't, like, there's no judgment and there's nothing wrong with asking someone, do you do STDs tests every few weeks, every few months? Yeah. Because if you're, and if you're asking, you should be doing them as well. It's not just a one-way thing. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, no, I don't, I definitely don't have STDs. Yeah. Bro. Check yourself. Come on, guys. Come on. Oh, and also one last thing. Pee after sex. Yes, always pee. Always pee. Okay, so it's a bit embarrassing, I know. And it can kind of kill the mood a little bit if you're kind of like, I must go urinate. (laughs) (laughs) Go piss, girl. Yeah, no, honestly, always pee. It's not worth it. UTIs are not sexy. No, they are never worth it. They're never worth those extra, like, what, 15 minutes of cuddling? You can cuddle when you come back. Cuddle when you come back. You're going to be cold. You won't have something to like snuggle up into. Yeah. Like really don't be awkward about it. It's just Just pee. It's been an absolute pleasure having everyone listening to us this week. Next week we will be talking about fetishes. I was just about to say it. Yeah. Nice one. Okay. We're going to talk about fetishes next week and I'm very excited too. Everything that goes in and on. Take it on. Take it off. As Kesha once said. Listen to us. Enjoy us. If you want to just share them as well. Work away. Oh, yeah. We're happy to share. We will be launching social medias in the up and coming weeks. But for now, we're getting the podcast off the ground first. Then we'll be able to say, oh, yeah, just comment, reach out to us on social media if you want to talk about certain things. But for now, I've been Top. And I have been Parabottom. And this was Funny Funny Business. Business. See you next week. See ya.